0: God bless you, God bless you, and good evening. Tonight it is Thursday night Bible study. Come on in. You are welcome. As we study the Word of God on tonight, our topic is on relationships. I am doing a series and I'm going to talk about relationships. I'm going to talk about different types of late relationships. I'm going to define what relationships are so that we can have a better understanding on how to what? Relate with one another. God is so good this Thursday. It's been a long Thursday, a busy Thursday. It's been a good Thursday. You know what? Whatever you have been going through or whatever you have been dealing with, the day is over. It is done uh, for most of us. And I just want you to appreciate that God gave you another day. You did the best that you possibly can do. If you made bloopers and blunders, that's okay too, because God is still going to get the glory out of all of it. If you made an effort and you tried to do your best, sometimes us trying to do our best, sometimes we make mistakes, but you know what? That is okay. Learn to be okay with making mistakes. Learn to be okay with not completing something. Learn to be okay when things don't turn out the way you want them to turn out, because you know why? If God allows you to see another day, you can get right back up and you can do and try all over again. And to God be the glory for all of that. Yes, it is Thursday night, Bible study. I pray once again that you had a beautiful Thursday on today. And I pray that you are in a place where you can just be calm, relaxed. You can breathe in, breathe out, and just take some time to say, in this moment, I'm going to enhance myself. I'm going to improve myself. And I'm going to rely and relax and relate with the word of God, so that it can give me peace, so that it can calm me, so that it can build me up, so that it can strengthen me, so that it can encourage me. Lord, let this word do what it needs to do with those who tune in to listen. God bless you, Evangelist Gunter. God bless you, Sister Cohen. It's good to see you all. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come on in. God bless you, Stewardess Christine. God bless you. Come on and tell us, Saints that I'm here. Join on in with Bible study. Get your Bible, your pen, your paper. Let's take some notes. Let's get ourselves prepared and ready to receive from the Lord. God bless you. Elder Close, good to see you chiming in. God bless you. And I'm going to go ahead and get started in prayer. Heavenly Father, I bless you and I thank you. I thank you for this time, this opportunity, this forum. Thank you for every person who's going to hear your word. Let it do what it needs to do. Let it go deep down on the inside, Father God. Let it, Lord Jesus, refresh, replenish, heal, oh God, uplift, enable, strength, and Let it operate and do what it needs to do to help us, Father God, to continue to do Great things to continue to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Father, we honor you, we bless you, and we thank you and give you glory for this time and moment. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. All right, we're talking about relationships. And before I go into the details of this lesson, I would like to first give the definition as to what relationship means. Relationship, it's a noun. It's the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. Once again, it's the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are are connected, or the state of being connected. Okay? So when we talk about relationships, a lot of people automatically think that a relationship you know, sometimes you think about couples, you think about marriage, you think about friendship, but a lot of people don't really kind of like think in the terms of connecting when it comes to, once again, um, a, a certain concept or a state of being connected. When you work with people on your job, you're connected. When you go, uh, with people to people in two or three are gathered in my name. I'm in the midst. You're connected. you you're, you're creating a relationship. You're creating a relationship. Relationships, of course, have both good pointers and bad pointers at any given time. They can even intertwine, but it does not dismantle the fact that it is a relationship. Some relationships are temporal, some relationships are long lasting. The thing about it is understanding that whatever time frame that you are in, whenever you are dealing with concepts or people two or more and you're in a space and time and you are relating to one another, that is creating a relationship. So now that we understand what relationship means, let's apply the word of God So that we can now understand how to better operate or how to improve or enhance the relationships that we are involved in. I'm going to talk about different relationships as we move um, through this series, but I want to give us the basis, the core of the series which uh, is dealing with the relationship so that we understand. Because once again, sometimes people just, when you hear the word relationship, you think, oh, two people together, you know, a couple, so to speak, uh, or married or so to speak, things like that. But relationships are all around us. Anything, once again, concepts, people that are on the same, dealing with the same premise, or they may be dealing with the same topic, concept, you are in relationship. So let's look at First Peter four eight. First Peter four eight says, "Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins." First Peter four eight. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. <clears throat> I said that there's good and there's bad relationships. Sometimes there are good things that happen in a relationship. Sometimes there are bad things. Sometimes they intertwine, they intermeddle. But the thing is, when you are in a relationship, it is up to the individuals to make a willful obligation to say how they want that relationship to run, how they want that relationship to be established, how they want that relationship to operate. So here in 1 Peter 4, it's telling us above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Let me tell you something. If you don't have love for what you do, said said concepts, if you don't have love for what you do and then you have people that, that uh, um, are intertwined to you or they work with you or they may be in a team with you. If you don't love the concept of what you do when you are relating to people, it will cause for you to be disheveled because first and foremost, when you're dealing with people at any day, any moment, people, you know, um, they go through ups and downs, emotions, emotions, Remember Jesus, when they, he was riding through on the, the, um, the donkey, they was like, Hosanna, Hosanna. And they was all excited. And then within a day's time, that same group of people was saying, crucify him, crucify him. That's people. That's people. But Jesus, the greatest example on what it means to love through his love, while he was going to the cross, he didn't change his objective or his goal. He kept persevering and he made it all the way to the cross because he related to every person that was spitting at him, that was calling him names. Some people probably threw rocks at him. Some probably people probably kicked him. All of what they were doing, it didn't change who he was because you know why? He was in relationship. And I told you, yeah, sometimes relationships have good pointers. Sometimes they have bad, but I'm telling you something. If you want to be like Jesus, you got to take the good with the bad, the bitter with the sweet, and you got to keep on going. You got to see what the mission is. You got to see what the purpose is and you got to keep on pressing. You got to keep on moving. You got to keep on looking to what your goal is and you can not stop. That's what being in a relationship is all about. Understanding the good, the bad, the ugly and everything else in between and knowing that no matter what, that you have love for who you are dealing with and it's a deep love and it's going to cover a multitude of sins. There's going to be sometimes the people that you're, you're dealing with, they they may get upset with you. They may say things behind your back. They may uh, misunderstand something, misinterpret something. But if you love the concept of what you're doing, if you love that relationship being able to 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 to, to uh, operate being able to maneuver and do something for a purpose to get something done you're going to love and you're going to look over all of that just like Jesus did just like Jesus did by put pressing his way to the cross he looked over all of that they were th- that was sinful actions people were accusing him people were lying on him people were doing things to him that was just not right but Jesus didn't turn around. He could have, he could have lifted one thing and said, and all of them would have been gone. But nope, he loved them. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. When you are on a mission, when you are working, when you are doing something for the good, for the good, you have to overlook when things happen that are all that are not necessarily what you want to deem as being good happy or joyful because the bad, the negative, it's going to be there. And you got to look at, look at what the situation is. You got to be able to synthesize and you got to be able to say, okay, Lord, what is going on here? Let me get my thoughts together. Let me get my spirit together and allow for me to see through this so that I can continue to operate and move on. That's what relationship that's. That's the kind of energy you have to have when you are in a relationship. Because I tell you this, a lot of things would not get done. A lot of things would not prosper. Everything that you see from these different, um, uh, organ- organizations, these different corporations, these different programs that you see out here with, uh, uh, you know, the, the celebrities or whatever. Trust and believe those celebrities are not shining and standing on those stages because everything has been perfect. They're in a relationship with their manager. They're in a relationship with their uh, uh their media team. They're in a, a relationship with their with their fans. They're in a relationship. They got to be in a relationship if they have their family and they are maneuvering and they're managing all of that. And they stay in what they're doing, even the, with the good as well as the bad, because they understand that I, it's a bigger picture here. A lot of us lack understanding what the bigger picture is, and sometimes we fall out with people. We don't want to be bothered with people. Or you, we ex people all look. I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna love you till uh, till, till I, I I drain every bit of the. The juice of negati- negativity out of you. I'm still gonna love you, and it's nothing that you can do about it. You have to love. You have to love, and that love will look over a multitude of sins. Genuine love will look over that you just got cussed out by somebody, and you don't have no idea what happened, where it came from. But you, I'm still love that person. It's okay. Come on, let's continue to do the business. That's the way we gotta operate. That's the way we gotta operate. We have people. Uh, and I'm talking about um, when we are in relationships, when we're, once again, the root of having that same concept, working together, two, two or three people, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about uh, people that are uh, being abusive to you. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about people that are being harmful to you. That I'm not talking about that. No, we pray for people and we do not allow for ourselves to stay in toxic situations, but we do have to understand what it means to be in a relationship when you're married to a good person and y'all may not see eye to eye, you're not going to always see eye to eye. Do you just throw everything out? Oh, we had an argument. We had a look. No, you can't. When you're in a relationship, you and your best friend, y'all been friends ever since pre-K. And then all of a sudden, a situation comes out that y'all know y'all been in a relationship. You don't stop that. You work on that. That's that's what I'm talking about because you, you've you been flowing and you have been in uh, agreement And you have been working around a certain concept or purpose. Teams, teams can't fall out and dismantle because you don't like something. That's no, you have to, what's the bigger picture? What are we working on? What are we, what are we trying to do? Ministry, we can't get upset and and say, oh, I didn't like how someone said such and such or did such and such. No, you got to talk about that. Wise men argue, but fools fall apart. Wise men argue, but fools fall apart. So it's important to understand the rudiments of being in a relationship. All right, let's look at our next scripture for tonight. Give me just a second just to pull everything up. Here we go. Okay. First Thessalonians 5.11, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. We have to encourage one another. You know what? It don't take a whole lot, but it's a bad, jealous, envious spirit when you can never tell someone, especially when you're in a relationship, that, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, don't take it. Thank you. Thank you. Two words, two simple words. Each one have one syllable. Thank you. That's it. Good job. That's it. Good job. That's it. You don't have to you don't have to have no whole speech around. Sometimes people just need to hear you say thank you. Sometimes people just need to say, I'm glad you're here. I love when we come to church and say, let's look around, tell somebody, I'm glad to see you in Jesus' name. That's good. You know what that's doing? It's creating positive energy. It's creating uh, an atmosphere that opens up to the opportunity of joy, peace and love to flow. It allows for cooperation, the spirit of unity and being on one accord to flow. That's why we encourage one another. We build one another up. You can't sit somewhere and just, and, and, oh, this, this right here. You can't sit somewhere and say, I've learned this. I've learned this. And, and I, I thank God for all of my degrees. I'm not putting myself down for, you know, the fact that sometimes people say, Oh, these degrees don't mean nothing. Yeah, they do mean something. We're going to need, we need to stop saying that. Thank God. That he gave us an opportunity for those of us because it's hard work doing these getting these degrees. They cost money, it's hard work, it's a lot of studying. So I thank God for my associate's degree all the way up to my doctorate degree, doctorate degrees, and every other degree in between, I thank God for them. Because you know what? It was somebody along the way that encouraged me and built me up to say you can do it. One main thing that I remember when it was uh during my dissertation. When it was time to do your dissertation, you had to cite information. What does citing mean? Citing means that you have to go back and you have to pull in your document where you found that piece of information from. You have to give credit to the person or the individual who created that Particular thought or stream of philosophy and you as you use it in your documentation, you have to cite them and you have to simply honor the fact that they came up with this concept. This is the same thing we got to do. You cannot walk around in life and not ever look back and say, oh, stop stop saying stuff like, oh, I was thrown in a fight. Yeah, if you were thrown in a fight with somebody there with a fight to to wrench you off. People say that all the time. And I think they just want to say that either out of cliche or just getting attention. No, all of us. I don't care who you are all of us had had some type of example set before us to help us along the way from that man who sat on the porch, who was homeless. He, he helped you along the way because you looked at that man and you said, you know what? I don't want to become like that. I need to. And you know what? He encouraged you without even saying anything. He encouraged you to push on, to do greater things for yourself and your life. Don't ever sit in in a team and say, oh, I I, I did this all by myself or I did that. No, you didn't. You had a conversation with somebody because the information that you know right then and there, you didn't know that automatically. You were around someone, you were observing someone, you were listening to someone, and you caught on to the concept. You got to give credit to where credit is due. This scripture, encourage one another, build one another, other build each other up just as in Fact, you are doing. That's what we have to, that's something that we need to be operative about. It has to be set in motion, just as in fact you are doing. This is a doing, this is a doing that has to occur. Encouraging and building one another up. Why do we do that? Once again, when we encourage and when we build one another up, we are creating an atmosphere that opens up the opportunity of a synergy. That will get us on one accord. That will keep us motivated. That will keep us filled with joy and happiness. But we have to get into that mindset because honestly, some people have a lot of ego. Some people still have yet some growing to do. They're still, uh, um, self-centered. And when you're always saying, I, 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 no, 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 no. Always look back. Sight. This is how you can encourage someone. Sight. Someone that you saw, you observed. You may have heard something they said. They may have shown you something, but you need to always give back and give credit to a person who helped you along the way. You didn't get there by yourself. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I, I uh, uh. There was a homeless girl. She, um she went to college and she was homeless and she went to school and she got her education, but she would do her work under the lamppost. And she, and, you know, they figured out later that she was homeless and they provided, um, uh, a dormitory for her to live in or what have you. But the thing is she even acknowledged, even though she said, I was out here on the street by my, my own, she acknowledged people who gave her money who she acknowledged people who gave her food she had, she could have simply said i did this on my own i got my education she said no she said i survived because people helped me even in her state and condition wherein she could have taken the, all of that that glory in for herself she remembered there were other people that helped her along the way that's how we encourage that's how we build each other up don't don't ever forget about the people who helped you along the way. Never forget about that. We're talking about relationships. This is making us strong. This is building those relationships. This, this is helping us to keep it together. All right. Ephesians 4.29. Ephesians 4.29. Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. We got to watch what we say. Even when you don't necessarily care for something or someone, you have to watch what you say. You have to be wholesome in your conversation. You have to be mindful of the things that come out of your mouth. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Because what we say, it is, it's either going to build someone up or it's going to tear them down. I don't, and I personally, I don't like when people do things like this. I know you know this person is that and other, but they, no, no, we shouldn't do that. Is your, is your comment building that person up? What's the point in you saying that? They're not hearing what you're saying, number one, but you are tainting the ears and you're tainting the spirit of others. And when that person comes into the room, then it causes for them to look and have a different perspective of that person because of the negative things that you've allowed to come out of your mouth, which were not wholesome. We have to be careful with how we say things. We have to be careful about how we speak about people, because the way we speak about people, guess what? People are going to see your character. They're going to see, and and you are, when you're working with people, when you're working in ministry, when you're working in teams, and when you, when you are giving something to say what you, what you're saying, it needs to be wholesome to build everybody up. Let me tell you, people will respect you for that. And if you hold true to that, people will respect you for that. Because always remember this, if someone sees or hears you speaking about someone negative, they are also going to think, "Wow, I wonder what they're saying about me," you know, when they're not in my presence. Because if you tend to do that, you're, uh, about any and every one, guess what? Randomly, you choose whoever you want to, and that's that's the way you that's the way you approach things. Then the people that very person that you're talking to, you very well may be saying things about them in a negative way too, which then sheds a different light on how they perceive you. Oh, yes. See, this is wisdom talking on tonight. This is wisdom. And we have to be mindful of what we say, how we say, or how, we, how we reference individuals. If you don't like someone, if you don't like how someone operates, the best thing for you to do is to simply be quiet about it. If you need to say something to someone to say, listen, I'm just coming to tell you, maybe you need to work better on this. Tell that person. But you huddling and you talking about an individual uh, behind their back, watch what you say, because once again, that's not creating a relationship that is positive. And the very person that you put your mouth on is the very, it happens all the time. That's the very pers- very per- same person That somewhere down the line. You're going to need them. You're going to need them. As you know what that saying says. You don't have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Just move on. Because what is your negative comments about saying something about someone? What is that really doing? Because you got to think, even, even if I'm in a different group or if I'm working on a different side or my ministry is over here, your ministry is over here. What good is it for me to talk about another pastor over there? I'm tearing things down. I'm not building up relationships to be established and to be unified and to be on one accord. I'm tearing things down. Watch your mouth. Let's be wholesome. Let's let's be wholesome in our talk, and let us watch what comes up out of our mouths. Okay, this is the last uh, scripture for tonight. Proverbs thirteen twenty. Proverbs thirteen twenty. Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Relationship. You got to get around people. And sometimes God puts you in some situations where he wants you to be the fulcrum. To establish wisdom and sometimes that can be very tough, but I advise you to hang in there because there's a lesson for you and it's a lesson for those that are around you. Stay true to who you are. Continue to stand in your rightful place and stay consistent to who you are in Christ. Don't falter. Don't change because you're trying to, trying to comfort other people's and other people's insecurities. Don't do that. You have to stand strong in who you are. Sometimes God does place us in a a, a, a group of people to be a standard, to be an example. But when it is time for you to break away, make sure you got a team of people that are wise, a team of people that are encouraging, a team of people that know how to pray. Because it says the second portion of that scripture, for a companion of fools suffers harm. You keep, you keep yourself in a place of foolish minded people. You're going to start crumbling down. You're going to start being in a, a state of mind where you don't achieve or go much further. It, 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 it stops the progress of your life when you are around foolish type minded people. Gather around people that are going to encourage you and that's going to motivate you. Get yourself around people. And, and, I, and I'm just saying, even in a, a moment's time, find people that are in a group that when you, when you walk in the room, they smile. When you walk in the room, they get, they get excited. There's places like that for you. Find those groups. Find those people. You know, one thing I love? Uh My son is four years old, but every time when I walk through the door at at the end of a long day, I love when he meets me at the door and he does this little dance, this little jig. He's like, mommy, you home? Mommy, you home? And you know what? I start dancing with him too. Yes, I'm home. Hey, I'm home. Yeah, And I dance with them because it's a loving feeling to know that there's someone who's happy when you step on the scene. It builds you up. My little four-year-old so he makes me feel like Shearer when I walk through the door. and He does his little dance because he's happy to see me when I'm home. Get around people that's going to encourage you. I love when I get into prayer. I love when I come around my church family. I I love the love that we share. You have to be around people that have wisdom. You have to be around people who are of a like mind. That's going to say, look, we got to go higher. We got to do better. And they encourage you to continue on. Stop hanging around those naysayers and those cacklers. I don't know why people do that. Sometimes we stay around people, oh, you ain't going to be nothing. Oh, you need to get your mind off of that. Oh, you can't. Stop being around people telling you what you can't do and what you're not able to do. Find your group. They out there. Let me tell you something. They're waiting for you. These relationships are important. These relationships build us up. These relationships, they help us. And when we know how to relate in a relationship, when we know the rudiments and the the, the foundation of relationships, we know how to approach them better. We know how to act better. When we're working with our teams, when we're working with our, our, our ministerial groups, when we're working with our uh, family units, we will be better community. We will know how to operate more effectively and efficiently because we have a mindset now based on scripture that we love one another. We build one another up. We, 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 uh, we uh, um, embrace the wisdom that we share amongst each other so that we can carry on. God is good. God is great. God is awesome. And the way he has created us, his, his children, sons and daughters, we have the ability to shine and allow for our lives to be useful and purposeful. Let us work on our relationships. We have a better understanding. We're going to go deeper into this. We're going to talk about marriage. We're going to even talk about dating We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about work teams. We're going to talk about ministry. But these relationships are important. And make sure you understand the foundations and the rudiment of how to establish them so that they can sustain and sustain in a positive way. Thank you all so much for joining me on tonight. Until we meet or speak again, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich adding no sorrow to it. Love you, family. Good night.